instruments of praise. I'm trying to get the guys to play more often. If we all encourage them today, amen, and we can get them to play more more often. So we are grateful. Parents, get them to play more often. We are so grateful and thankful. And they uh, have great talent and uh, with a brother and cousin. Uh, Elliot, uh, who was able to make it for today, and uh, who played the trumpet, amen, and so what a great trio, so I do expect to see them 2024, a little more on a regular basis, amen, we are grateful and thankful for that. I want to take a moment, and I want to acknowledge all of our college students who are here today, who are back home, why don't you stay, I see you all over the place, amen, all of our college students, amen. Who are all over the place. Amen. You know, God has certainly blessed us here at Second Baptist with uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, youth uh, who are here. And uh, all those who have stood, amen, have, have uh, come through the church and participated in all of these programs and, and all. And so I'm grateful to see. They know I love seeing them. So certainly grateful and thankful that you all are here. Uh, with us for today. want to thank the parents. Let's thank God for the parents. Amen. We've done such a fine job in raising the children, but we certainly miss you. You all, some of you have done your baby dedications. Amen. I've done some of your weddings and, and all. So uh, somebody's getting old. Amen. To do all of that, but uh, grateful and thankful. And it's so good to see all of you who are here with us today. Amen. So we spoke of the light of Christ being received and revealed and received. And now we want to focus on the light of Christ being reflected in our lives. Amen. We are blessed to have such wonderful musicians uh, here at Second Baptist Church. Pastor Paul Scott. Amen. Who's on the keyboards. Amen. Brother Brian. Pastor Jones is filling in back there on the drums. But. Uh, Brother Chris Gall is normally here on every Sunday uh, playing as well, and uh, just awesome, awesome talent that, that God has blessed with. And so one of the other great talents that God has blessed us here with, none other than Sister Barbara Walker, amen, and we are so blessed to have Sister Barbara here with us at Second Baptist, and she and Pastor Paul are going to come before I come and share uh, a word with you this morning and bless us in song. Christmas, everybody. Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We have so much to be thankful for. Psalm 32, 8 says, I will instruct and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. What a blessing we have today for the birth of Jesus. Can we give him a quick praise? Hallelujah. So, we ought to go tell somebody how great God is from this day forth. Come on, let's pray. While shepherds kept their watching over silent flocks at night, he heard throughout the heavens the 
you would open up our hearts and minds to receive your word, that we will accept your word, and God, we will share your word. We thank you, Lord, for everyone who is here today and for allowing us this opportunity, Lord God, to be in your house yet one more time. So it is my prayer, Father God, that as your word comes forth, that if there's someone here under the sound of my voice who does not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins, the Lord, upon hearing your word, that someone would cry out this morning, Lord God, I yield, I yield. What must I do to be saved? We ask this in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Come on, y'all have been too quiet for me this morning. Let the church say amen. Amen. Again, we want to say happy Christmas Eve to everybody. Amen. Certainly want to thank uh, Sister Sabrina Smith, who led us this morning in our moment of Advent. Uh, with our focus on love. Matter of fact, as she was doing her presentation, I said, look at God, because I'm preaching on the same scripture that she gave you. Amen. We want to thank all of our presenters uh, for all of our choirs and for our dance ministry to the musicians and uh, the instruments of praise. Amen. And all of our scripture readers who participated in this special Christmas Eve service. Amen. Also, want to let you know at the conclusion of this service, we're going to have a luncheon over in the fellowship hall. So we invite you to stay with us after service this morning, Amen. And just come in and have some time of fellowship. If you never visited Second Baptist before, you know that we like to have fellowship, Amen. And so we look forward to that. So please join us after service this morning, Amen. And I want to thank each and every one of you for getting up early this morning. Amen. We started a little bit early this morning. So praise God. And we thank you that you took a little extra time this morning and that you got it. Now that we see, we can get here. Amen. Let's keep it up. Amen. We'll go back to 1030 a.m. service, but make sure that we get y'all looking at me funny this morning. Amen. I want to say it anyhow that we want to get in here. We're going to start right at 1030. Amen. So we praise God for you, and we thank you for getting up and sharing with us on this morning. Amen. We also want to thank those who are watching by live stream today. Amen. We pray that each of you have a blessed and Merry Christmas on tomorrow. I guess you all have seen that Christmas is one of the busiest holidays for travel of the year. Uh, I heard, matter of fact, this morning, I had turned on the television and uh, they had the news on, and the news was focusing on all of the Christmas travel for this year. And they were saying that there's so many people traveling, trying to make it home this year, that it's setting a brand new record for travel in history. And they said that everyone is attempting to make their way home for Christmas. And you know, I thought about it. Going home for Christmas is a special time. There's nothing like getting together at, fa- uh, at home with family, as I see all of our young people who are they are here with our uh, family. Amen. What are you doing to me up here, Deke? <laughs> Amen. Yeah, woke everybody. Woke me up, too. <laughs> but uh, it's a beautiful thing to be able to go home for Christmas. There's nothing like having family being home with you. Amen. There's nothing like being able to see your children coming home and I talked to some of the parents. I know some of the stories about you trying to get home, and so we 
are glad that you are there. There's nothing like having family members come together and having some fun and some friendships and fellowships and that everybody's home. It truly is a blessing to us. And so this Christmas Eve, I'm so glad that we have a Savior in Jesus Christ who left his heavenly home to come down into our earthly home and to show us the way to live and how we should love one another. Amen. And church, because he came, now heaven's gate is open wide that whosoever will accept him as their Lord and Savior can receive eternal life. Amen. I want to thank all of those who read our scriptures this morning because all of the scriptures reading this morning highlighted the Christmas story of Christ's birth. So how many of you know this morning that the Christmas story is really about God's love for us? That's really what it's all about. And so what I want to do this morning, I want to build on that thought of God's love for us. And I want to look at just one verse, and it's the verse that Sister Sabrina read for us today, found in the Gospel of John in the third chapter, verse 16. If you'd be so kind, just stand with me as we read together just this one scripture as we think about God's love on this Christmas Eve. Read with me, if you will. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Let's read it one more time. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. On this Christmas Eve, why don't you turn to your neighbor this morning and tell your neighbor, now that's love. Amen. Tell your neighbor this morning, now that's love. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Anybody grateful this morning for the love of Jesus? Amen. Grateful for the love of Jesus. Amen. And the love that he has shown us and willingly leaving heaven and coming down here to earth to, to give his life for our life. Church, now that's love. Amen. That's love. That's why we as a church, as we as believers, that's why we have to keep on telling the Christmas story. Amen. That's why we have to keep on singing the Christmas songs and living the Christmas spirit every day of our lives. Because when we think about the love of God and all that he's done for us, we ought to be grateful this morning. We ought to be thankful for everything God has done. Because it's the hope and love and the message of Christmas that helps you stay glued together when life comes at you. Amen. Anybody ever going through something in this life? Come on in here, somebody. I, I, I hate to call you out to you, but somebody lying this morning. If you're going to tell me you haven't been through something, if you haven't, just keep on living. Because sooner, how many of you know sooner or later it will come? Amen. And you know, the amazing and awesomeness of Christmas really has nothing to do with the season. It has everything to do with the Savior. Hallelujah this morning. Because it's the power and the person of Jesus Christ that meets us when we're bruised. It's the power and the might and the person of Jesus Christ that meets us when we are broken when we're battered and burdened down. That makes Christmas and even the other 11 months of the year real to us, amen. It's the message and hope of Christmas that keeps us anchored and stable 
when things are unstable in our lives, when things are shaky, when things seem to be falling apart all around us. Amen. You know, the world spends a lot of time preparing for the observance of Christmas. If you've been out this season and looked around and walked around and seen folks, their houses, all the lights they have on or the stores or all of the programs and the shows and all of that that they got going on, uh, there's a whole lot that people go through just to observe Christmas, amen. And I'm surely sure that even some Christians get caught up in that because it's not hard to do, amen. But let me tell you this morning, church. Christmas is more than an observance. You know what Christmas is? It's an experience. It's a personal experience. And it's an experience of knowing that the Christ child that was born in Bethlehem, that he has come to be born in you and born in me, amen, and has become a spiritual Bethlehem, and Christ lives, amen, and he abides in you, and Christ abides with you, amen. And so for the believer church and and the church, all the Christmas presents in the world that you got laid out all underneath your tree, regardless of who they came from or how you were able to get it, how small the wrappings might be, amen, all the presents that you have are worth nothing without the presence of Christ. Amen. Listen to me. Christ is the greatest gift that we can receive this Christmas. Christ, he's the greatest gift that we can receive this Christmas. Can I tell y'all real quick why I believe that Christ is the greatest gift that you'll ever receive, amen? And, and I hope that in days to come, it's going to speak to your heart and you will remember what we're talking about and that God gives you a chance to be able to share the great gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ with those that you come in contact with. First of all, church, Christ is the greatest gift because it's a global gift. Christ is a global gift. John 3.16 starts out and it says this. For God so loved the world. Amen. It's a gift that Christ gives us. That reaches you wherever you are. Amen. Listen, you're not here today because you live the most model life. Amen. You're not here today because you've, your behavior has been flawless and you've been so faithful in every aspect of your life. Amen. You know why you're here today? You're here today because the love of God reached you wherever you were and whatever you have been doing. Amen, somebody? Because so many times we found ourselves going in the wrong direction. So many times we found ourselves living a life of carelessness, amen, and waywardness, amen. Many times we have found ourselves in pain and in grief and fear and frustration because we refuse to listen to God's truth, amen. But how many of you know that God's love will come wherever you are, amen, and that Christ is able to reach you no matter where you may be, amen. Brother Jerry was sharing with us this morning, and praise God, and thank you, Jerry, just for sharing, and you were sharing the power of God in your life, amen? How many of you know this morning that God is able to overcome what you believe that could never be overcome in your life? Amen. He has the power to do so. And so it is with God's love. God's love, church, is global, amen? You can't be blown beyond the reach of God's love, amen? There's times in our lives where we 
may have experienced something or we may have done something or found ourselves in something where we uh, feel defeated, depressed, and discouraged. But how many of you know that when you turn it over to the Lord, the Lord is able to work it out? Can I ask you this morning, has the Lord ever worked out anything in your life? Amen. You know, when I was thinking about the love of God, I was thinking about a parallel. What, what can I even compare to the love of God? Amen. The parallel and the love of God, it's, it's parallel to the blood of Christ. Amen. And, and really it makes sense that the two are so similar because they, they carry the same DNA. Amen in here, somebody. You, you know, the song writer once wrote about this concept of the blood of Christ. And it's global reach. And he said that it reaches to the highest mountain. And it flows to the lowest valley. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, the love of God will reach you. Your life isn't beyond his reach. Amen, somebody. Your situation isn't beyond his reach. Your struggle, whatever you're going through, isn't beyond his reach. Amen. Where you are and where you've drifted to, it's not beyond God's reach. So don't you let the devil tell you that you can't make it and that things are never going to work out in your life. Amen. There is nothing that can happen and go on in your life that is not beyond the reach of God. Amen, somebody. And the reason, church, the love of God is worldwide is because the Father made the world. Amen. It's a gift that redeems you. It doesn't just reach, amen, it redeems you. And it can do something about your condition where you are right now, amen? So now Christ is also the greatest gift because it's a gracious gift, amen? Look back at John three sixteen and look at the second part that it says that he gave his only begotten son, amen, somebody? He gave the best. He gave his all. He gave himself. Amen. Because God's gift was so priceless and so precious that it's almost hard to put it in human language. I, listen, God has been so good to me, I can't really even express it. All I can do is just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your blessing. I, I Listen, I, there, there are a lot of people in this world who are just extremely articulate great oratory, but there's no words in our dictionary that can describe fully what the Lord has done for us. So that's why sometimes you just got to throw your hands in the air. You don't even have to say anything and just say, thank you, Lord. Amen. Anybody ready just to thank the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, God's gift was so priceless and precious. It's hard to even imagine what I can say about it. You know, the Apostle Paul was writing to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians 9 and 15. And Paul was summarizing the glory of God and the grace of God and the goodness of God, amen, that he had been talking about in the previous verses, amen. And then when he gets to that point in verse 15, listen to what he says in verse 15, amen, because he's overwhelmed with how good and wonderful God had been. God has been so good. I had to put up every translation I could find, amen, to show you how good God is, amen. The King James Version says that thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift, amen. The English Standard Version says thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. The 
NIV says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And the New Living Translation says, thank God for his gift to wonderful for words. Amen, somebody. Hallelujah this morning. And, and what makes it unspeakable, what makes it inexpressible and indescribable and too wonderful for words are that it was given freely to us. Amen. That's what makes it so gracious, church, that the Father gave his Son at no cost to mankind. Amen. It was given faithfully to whosoever believes in him. Amen. But there's one other gift that Christ gave to us. And that Christ's gift is the greatest gift because it's guaranteed. Somebody say guaranteed. It's a guaranteed gift. Look at the last part of John 3.16 and what it says. It says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but it should have everlasting life. Amen. Church, that's what makes the gift great. That time can't damage the gift. Amen. Christ came with a guarantee behind him. Y'all know when you go get your car, they try to give you a guarantee or warranty. And what happens with it? As soon as you get that car home, things start happening. Things start falling apart. Amen. But listen, the guarantee that God gives with us, Christ came with a guarantee behind him. He came with a guarantee upon him, and he came with a guarantee with him. Amen. And Christ's guarantee goes beyond this life. Amen, somebody. Because it covers you all of your life. Amen. And then it continues into the life to come. Thank God. Amen. Because his guarantee will never be invalid. There's no expiration date on the guarantee of God. Amen. And even at your expiration here, my expiration here, your coverage continues until that great day when that sky shall unfold and we shall behold him face to face. Amen. So what we ought to do this morning, church, we ought to praise God right now. Amen. Because this guarantee is for the lost, it's for the least, and it's for the left out. Amen, somebody. And you know what I discovered, uh, Reverend Jackson? That God's guarantee covers all sins. Amen, somebody. It covered a woman caught in adultery. It covered a disciple who doubted him. It covered a woman of Samaria. It covered a disciple who denied him. The Bible says it covered a thief on the cross. It covered a zealous zealot on the Damascus Road. It covered a jailer in Philippi. It covered a tax collector named Zacchaeus. And it's all because God so loved the world that he gave. Church, I stopped by this morning to tell you that Christmas is about Christ's love. I used to think that Jesus, that song that Jesus loves me was a children's song. But when I stopped for a moment, Pastor Paul, and I look back over my life, and I look and saw what the Lord has done for me, when I realized that if it had not been for the Lord who had been on my side, where would I be? When I look back over my life and think about the goodness of God, when I look back over my life and think about how good God has been, when I stop for a moment and begin to realize that God is still in the blessing business. How many of you know today that God is still blessing? How many of you know today that God is still lifting folk up? 
How many of you know today that God is still able to do some things in your life that man said is impossible to do? So I just want to ask you this morning, if the Lord has blessed you and God has made a way out of no way for you, if God has done something in your life, then somebody ought to give God praise. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah this morning. Somebody ought to lift their hands and give God a shout and say, God, I thank you. Thank you for your love. God, I thank you for your grace. God, I thank you for your mercy. God, I thank you for your compassion. God, I thank you for your understanding. Somebody come on and give God praise. Hallelujah. Stand with me this morning. Stand with me this morning. You know, I'm so glad for the grace of God. I'm glad for his mercy. I'm thankful for his compassion thankful for his understanding and I just feel like praising God this morning. I got any praises in here this morning who don't mind giving God praise. Amen. Now that's love. The love of Christ Jesus. And you know when I think about the love of Christ I think what he did for me personally and what the Lord is able to do for you. I think about his love by sending his son, Jesus, to come down into a world like this, a world with strife, a world with hatred, a world full of discord. But Christ came anyhow because he loves us. How many of you know that Christ loves you today? Amen. He didn't just say that he loved you, but he expressed it by willingly giving his life on the cross that I might receive and that you might receive life eternal with him. If you're here this morning, the Lord is speaking just to you. Maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. This is an opportunity right now on a Christmas Eve to give your heart to surrender your life to him. And all you got to do is ask. All you have to do is say, Lord, I am a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. And if you will do that today, even right now, the Lord Jesus Christ will come into your heart and into your life. And he can make your life brand new. Amen. As our deacons, they're going down the aisle. Amen. And they have their arms outstretched. They're inviting. They're encouraging you to come forward today. Just to give me your hand, but to give Christ your heart. Amen. Maybe you live in this community and you've been looking for a church home and you don't have a covering in your life. Everybody needs a covering in their life. So what you have to do is to turn it over to him. Is there anyone here today? The Lord is speaking just to you. This is your time. This is your moment. This is the place to surrender all to him. Amen. Is there one here today? The Lord is speaking just to you. Just come just as you are. You don't have to wait to get yourself cleaned up, amen, but just come as you are, amen, amen. What a mighty God that we serve, amen, amen. The church say amen, amen. God bless you. Amen, amen, amen. Come on in, sister, amen, amen. We're going to deaconess, amen. Maybe there's others the Lord is speaking to today. 
Just come today and give your heart and give your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the best decision that you can ever make in your life. Amen. If you don't have a church home, come today. We would love to have you here at Second Baptist. Amen. What a mighty God that we serve. Congregation, you may be seated. Amen. Come on, let's thank God for those who are here. Amen. Thank God this morning. You all know Sister Nam and her children, amen, who are here, coming fellowship, and we just thank God for you, Sister Nam, amen, and we also have Sister Talisha Faku, amen, who is here. Talisha used to be my secretary, amen, uh, probably about, I don't know how many years probably 20 years ago, <laughs> amen. So we, uh, she's been here uh, numbers of times, and we are just grateful and, and thankful for them. Sister Nas, is there anything you want to share or say this morning? It's not necessary, amen. Y'all know the devil is a liar, amen in here, somebody. Thankful to have Sister Nah and all of the children, amen, who are here. This little one is not Nah's, amen. That's Sister Jackie's little one, amen, amen. Sister Felicia, anything you would like to say? I have been coming here for a long time, and I, you know, just thankful that God has blessed me to be able to be able to live close enough to come here. I do come with Christian experience from Church of uh, Greater Faith Church of God in Christ in Allentown, PA. So as Pastor Hamlin and Sister Hamlin, I've been knowing them for a very long time. So it's a blessing to be a part of Second Baptist now. Amen, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise. Amen, amen. We, listen, we are just grateful and thankful for all that the Lord has done, is doing, and will do in your life. I also want to just say to all of our young people who are here, just to let you know, you stay grounded. As you go back to school, amen, I know you all have already experienced a whole lot of challenges, but uh, they were raised right, amen, and so I know they're going to do well, but we are just grateful and thankful we will be in touch uh, with all of you, amen, and to uh, get our new members' classes together, and so let's just look to the Lord and ask God's blessings with every head bowed. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for speaking the hearts, Lord God. Thank you that you are a God of love, and we feel your love on this day. We ask, God, that you would be with Sister Na and her family, Lord God, and just bless them, encourage them, strengthen them, Lord God, and whatever it is that they may need. We pray, Lord God, for Sister Talisha as well and for her family, Lord God. We just ask that you would just bless them, to touch them, to help them, Lord God, in any areas of their life that is needed. And, Lord, we thank you for each and every person who showed up today to celebrate on this Christmas Eve and to give God praise and glory and say thank you, Lord, for all of your blessings. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that has been said, everything that has been done here today as we lift up your name and praise God. We thank you for all of these blessings that you've continued to bestow.
Lord, as families come together during the course of this weekend, we ask, God, that you would just bless them, that you would touch them. Lord, if we have any family members who do not know you personally in the pardoning of their sins, Lord, give us the courage and the boldness just to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord God. Not just today, tomorrow, but any opportunity that we have. And so, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for all of your grace. Thank you for all of your blessings, Lord God. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who willingly left heaven to come down to this world, God, that we may come to know you, Father God, and to have life and to have it abundantly. So we give you the praise. We lift up your name on high, God. We just thank you for being God and God all by yourself. We give you the glory. We give you the praise and we give you the honor. We ask these things in the mighty, matchless, marvelous name of Jesus, who is the Christ. Let the church say amen. Amen. Come on, let's thank the God. Amen. Listen, as we close today, I'm going to ask for our choirs to come back up with us. Amen. All of our choirs who are here, if you come back up with us for our youth choir, amen. If you come back up with us, amen. We want to close for today, and we're going to ask you all to help us in our singing, amen, today. Because we want to close out on joy to the Lord, amen. Since we're here in the daytime, in the evening we would have our candlelight service. So our choir is going to be holding some candles, amen, today. And so we're going to ask if everyone would just be so kind and stand with us, amen. I'm going to ask for our ushers just to dim those lights, amen, in the back.
turn the lights back up for me. Amen. Just thanking God for all of his blessings. We thank God for each and every one of you. It is our prayer that you would have a blessed, not only Christmas Eve today, but a beautiful and a blessed Christmas for tomorrow. I pray that you will enjoy your family. Don't take it for granted. Amen. That you have family because there are many who do not. And so let's just make sure that we give God praise and continue to show that love, not only today, not only tomorrow, but from the days to come. Amen. May God bless you. Heaven smile upon you. We want to invite you to join us in our fellowship hall, which is right back behind us. Amen. Uh, For a luncheon. I know they have soup. They got sandwiches. They got some of everything back there. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for the blessings of this day. We thank you, Lord God, for all those who thought of not robbery, Lord God, to get up this morning and to come into the house of the Lord. And we are so grateful and we say thank you, Lord. We ask a special blessing on each one and bless their homes, Lord God. But we just ask that they would have a beautiful day today and a wonderful day tomorrow. We thank you for the food that's been prepared for both the nourishment and the strength of our bodies. And we give you praise. We give you the glory and the honor. These things we ask. In the precious name of your son, Jesus the Christ, we pray that the church say, amen, amen. God bless you. Please join us back in our fellowship hall. Amen.